Hello, everybody, and welcome to week 18 of the NFL season, the final week of the year. It's almost playoff time. Uh, and, you know, today we're going to go over game by game uh, the spreads. Again, another massive slate. I don't know how many games are on. It's probably like 16 games again, I, I'd guess. Um, Everyone's playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 16 games. Corey, it looks like you gave it to him, Nick, because he's now out. He's uh, he just got the COVID today, so maybe he'll join us for our DFS show. But la- just a recap from last week: we had Alex and I. We went four and zero on our locks. Nick finally comes uh, comes with his uh, first lock of the week hit. Uh, hit right. that with Corey. They had the Chargers minus six, and then Alex had the Titans, and then I had the Packers spread. All hit that. Alex and I went eleven and five. Nick went eight and eight, and Corey cooled off cooling off with his hot streak he went six and ten so it's been uh, the first sign of covid yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was setting in as he was uh, on the show uh but now we'll go ahead and get into this final week this week more than others it all comes down to i think your biggest advantages are just finding games where you think players could be resting when the line doesn't necessarily show that uh or or picking games based off of incentives for players. And so we'll kind of get into that when we break down each game. But first game of the week, we have the Chiefs Saturday. We have two Saturday games, which is nice. Uh, We have the Chiefs going into Denver. Uh, With the Chiefs losing to the Bengals, they do have incentives to play. So now we have a spread at minus 10 uh, in favor of the Chiefs. I think at DraftKings, I saw you get like a nine and a half for the Chiefs. Uh, but what do you guys think? Uh, right. I mean, both the Chiefs obviously have incentives to play and the Broncos would just be playing spoiler. So, I mean, both teams should theoretically be playing everyone. Yeah, I'd be surprised if the Broncos can even put up 10 points, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that Chiefs defense is clicking. And um, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Drew Locke starting again. Yeah, they're both questionable. They're they're both questionable. But either way, I don't I don't think whatever quarterback they put out there is going to be able to save them. Like you were saying, like they got a lot in this Broncos. I think could potentially still make it. I'm not sure. No, they the Broncos are they're out. They're out. Yeah. So seems like an easy one. They like the Broncos can't move the ball. So. Yeah, so, uh, I don't think it'll be They're still dealing with some COVID stuff too, but a lot of them probably get uh, they'll get back this week. But yeah, they have nothing to play for. The Chiefs still don't like if the Titans somehow lose, like they could reclaim the one seed. So they they definitely are gonna come out. All out. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be on the Chiefs as well at minus nine and a half. Uh, I just think they have a lot to play for, uh, whereas the Broncos have absolutely nothing. Uh, so, yeah, not much more to say about that game. Yep. Agreed. Uh, next game, the Saturday night game. Now, this is the first game where the Eagles have already they, – they haven't, you know, for sure said they're going to sit all their starters, but a bunch of them just got put on the COVID list. They're playing for literally nothing. Like, like they have their playoff spot secured, and whichever seed they get, it doesn't really matter that much. Whereas the Cowboys – 
playing Saturday still have a chance to take the two seed. Like it's between like the two, I think they could fall anywhere between like two and three, but I don't know. They want that, that home field advantage. So I think they're probably going to be playing their starters. Uh, I bet this earlier in the week because uh, I I thought the same thing and I got it at two and a half and it's now moved to seven. Um, but honestly, I still think the Cowboys might be the bright side of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you here. I feel like both of these Saturday games, we're looking at, I mean, obviously the Eagles are in the playoffs. Right. We're looking at two Super Bowl contenders in the Chiefs and Cowboys who are looking to get momentum Riding yeah. it to either after that after that loss against the Cardinals, especially yeah, Bill and and Bengals for the Chiefs, right? Like right. they're both they're both, both yeah. kind of in bounce back spots. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the favorite in both of them. Give me the Cowboys minus seven. Yeah, um, could you like because this could be a what a Gardner Minshew? I mean, and if the Eagles really go all out, I mean they could rest. Every, like there's so many people on that COVID list. It's like what why would you like you're you're not limping in because you already clinched a spot this early but you know like you have a chance to like be like the underdog make another underdog playoff run like you're not going to risk getting people hurt right now or playing people just coming off of covid like they could rest so many guys here agreed yeah cowboys need to pick up that offense a little bit so i think they're going to be trying to kind of perfect that that game plan and the scripts going into the playoffs here. So, um, it's a tough loss on Michael Gallup, man. Hell of a yeah. Class, but that yeah, was very tough. That, that you know, he was a very, he was just that extra piece the Cowboys had that, you know, not a, enough of the defense was, you know, riding Amari or Lamb. Like he, they had to account for him as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. tough to lose someone this late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We'll talk about this tomorrow on DFS, but I mean, obviously, target share goes up for guys like CD, Amari, and Dalton Schultz. So, um, I, yeah, I love uh, my honestly, I'm like, I love two game slates. We'll get into that in DFS tomorrow, but that should be a pretty interesting one, uh, game theory wise. Uh, but next game, we have you know, the early game on Sunday. Uh, well, the early games, the first one's Packers going into Detroit. Uh, the line is at minus two and a half because I, th- so that obviously shows that they think the Packers are going to rest a lot of starters because they already have the number one seat secured. Right. right. But, yeah. but let me go through some contract incentives for Aaron Rodgers. He has a lot like just, he needs to be in the top three in total touchdown passes to earn a hundred thousand. And he could he, he I mean, he, he would have to find the box a couple of times to have a chance there uh, needs to be top three in yards per attempt to earn a hundred thousand. He's currently six, but right behind Matthew Stafford, it would be close, but it's still a possibility. It says he needs to be top three in completion percentage, which he's fourth and it's very attainable in this game. Uh, and those were the main ones that I had saw, but, and, uh, the coach said that they plan on playing their starters. Did LaFleur say that? Yeah, he did. Cause I know, I know Aaron has been saying he wants to play all week. He's yeah. Like, and you have MVP, you know, Rogers is the heavy favorite right now, but if he sits and 
Brady goes out there and throws for which we'll get into that game. Brady has a ton of incentives this game in his game as well. They're not going to rest their starters. They're still playing for a higher seed with Dallas. You don't think Rod like Rogers is going to want to go in here and just kind of lock that up. I, I don't know. I think there's still value getting the Packers at minus two and a half against the lions. I also think that Packers defense, I mean, granted they're playing Sean Mannion, but like, even if he didn't play, like they could cover. Those. Yeah. I was going to say I, on the flip side, I mean, playing a little devil's advocate here, if the Rogers situation goes South for green Bay and he leaves, this is their last chance that they're going to get a look at Jordan love. So so it's going to be interesting, I think, um, you know, to see what they do. But even so, I think two and a half is, you know, I, I'll take Jordan Love winning two and a half over Mannion. So to me, that that feels like the safe bet of the week for me and uh, put that as my lock. That's going to be your lock. OK, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I completely understand. I was it was in contention. I, I still have to go through the rest of the games to go down, but that's definitely in contention for one of my locks, I think it's just, I mean, I honestly think if they, if they just, even if they put Jordan love out there and handed the ball to like AJ Dillon and whoever their third string running back is with their defense against the lions, I think even without Rogers playing, which I, I mean, it seems like signs are pointing towards that at least maybe a half. If you like, go yeah, yeah. Even if you get a half out of Rogers, I think that two and a half is, it's a field goal against the Lions. Like, yeah. I, I, and it makes me nervous because, like, well, one, actually, if it's announced that they're going to, like, for sure play, like, get nearing game time, that line's obviously going to move, like, past a field goal. So getting two and a half is really nice right now. Yeah. But, you it know, the public would be all over it. That's for sure. Yeah. It, the, that line opened at 11 before yeah. the, uh, that one seed. So, like, Yep. That that just shows you right there what it actually would be if if you knew they were playing the full game. Right. Right. So So we're in agreement on the first three here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so far so good. Next game we have the Bears going to play the Vikings. Neither team is playing for anything. Like, is is it going to be Mannion again for the Vikings, or is Kirk coming back? I would assume with the new protocols, Kirk. Kirk back. Yeah. yeah. So this one's kind of tough, but both teams are playing for nothing. Vikings are at home. I don't know. What What do you guys think? I mean, I'm going to ride my bears in week 18. It's the last week I'm going to be able to bet on them uh, this season. Uh, they looked really good against obviously a really bad giants team, but like, Defense is flying around, playing still with like some energy and fire in them. And David Montgomery is a dog. So assuming that uh, Justin Fields sits again um, and they just they don't risk him getting injured anymore. Uh, he's got like an ankle and ribs now, I think. So like two things that could go from minor things into major things if they really pushed it, which there's no reason to, obviously. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I take Bears and, and the plus points on the road. Um, I don't know that I'm going to make it my lock yet, but I kind of want to because <laughs> just, it's just going to be the last time I'm going to be able to, to bet on the home team here. Um, but we'll come back to that. We'll see if uh, something else sticks out. 
But yeah, Bears plus two and a half for sure here. I think this actually might be a good game because both coaches are playing for their their futures in the NFL. So this is going to be the last. I, I think they already kind of... decided Nagy's gone. <clears throat> yeah, that, I think I mean, Nagy and Zimmer are, are both probably gone. Yeah. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, so I think you know this is kind of like their last chance to show their potential future teams that they're good enough for at least a coordinator position somewhere. Um, I think that's probably it. Maybe Zimmer could get well, it. Which one go, do you do, think go down to Jacksonville? But uh, I think I like the Vikings here. I'm just going to take the home team with uh, within a field goal. So I think best player on the field is Dalvin Cook. So I kind of like that as good as that Bears defense is playing. I think there's some value on the Vikings here just because I think this line is still hesitant based off of whether Kirk Cousins or Mannion plays. And I do, I think Kirk Cousins will also be back, in which case I think this line would be a field goal or higher. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to be on the Vikings at home uh, in their final game here. Uh, the Vikings have played like tough against some of the top caliber teams. And so like, I don't know, at home against the bears, I just give me less. Yeah, they were almost a playoff team there for a minute. I mean, yeah, they were, they were definitely in the hunt. I, you know, I think they got a pretty solid. They offense. lost the more close games. than I think any team or they were in the most close games and probably lost the most close games more than any team in the league. I feel yeah. like I think Justin Jefferson and Dalvin cook are just that good. Yeah. I, I feel like that happened to them last year too, and they won. They like won. They were on, like, yeah, it was like the right side of variance. And yeah, now yeah, it happens. The but next game we have the Colts going into Jacksonville. You know, right here we know the Colts. They actually don't have. There's a way they can make the playoffs if they lost here. But like they, I mean, they're trying to win this game, obviously, to just cement themselves into the playoffs. Win an end for them. Uh, yeah, and you know, a little little stat: the Colts have not beat the Jaguars in Jacksonville since two thousand four. But you know, this is, you know, this is a different year. I don't that stat probably doesn't mean too much. It's just a fun one. Yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think here? A lot of points, 15 and a half. Yeah, it is, it is a lot Over for a team that touchdowns. divisional game playing, trying to play spoiler here. Yeah, I mean, and they're, you know, they're playing away. I, I do think the Colts are going to win this game. Um, kind of a no-brainer, honestly. Like, I, I can't imagine Trevor Lawrence blowing up and knocking them out of the playoffs here. That would be a complete shock, uh, I think, but. 15 and a half is pretty close, but we kind of saw what happened last week against a good Patriots team. It was 50 to 10. So the Jaguars yeah. have also surprised some teams though, too. Yeah. I, I just don't see them having any sort of momentum or anything to build on. No James Robinson again. Like I think that that team just, they're going to, they're just going to get crushed. So I, I I'm going to lay the, 15 and a half points here and go with the Colts. Yeah, I think this, uh, no, there's one more that's, that's higher. Bill's jets, but uh, second highest spread on the slate. Uh, I agree. I, I don't think this is even 
a question on whether the Colts win this or not. Uh, they're just, they got too much on the line and they're too good of a team with too good of coaching to, uh, to blow this one, in my opinion. Um, 15 and a half is a lot, but I do think, um, I just, that's a lot of points. Trevor Lawrence just doesn't look like a guy. Like it, it like, I know, I know he's, he's not surrounded bad. by anything. I know he's not surrounded by much and his coaching, obviously. But man, he like, even if, even if that, like you, you'd like to see a couple good games out of this guy. And I feel like we haven't really gotten that. Um, or like even good drives. I mean, yeah, like no highlights out of there. Not like no. a single highlight, not a deep bomb or anything. All year. I mean, doesn't he have like one touchdown in like his last like eight, eight games or something? Yeah, it's like eight games or something bad. It's so, so bad. bad. Um, Colts defense playing pretty well. I'm going I'm to lay the points. Colts 15, minus 15 and a half. Yeah, their defense is pretty fun to watch. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna be I'm gonna be on the home team here. Divisional game, second time they play. You know, typically those are lower scoring games. I can see both games trying to run the ball the whole game. Make it, it could be a really fast game, uh, in which case there's a lot of opportunity for the Jags to at least cover 15 and a half. Uh, but yeah, I mean the Colts should win this game i think the the only statistical incentive or milestone i saw from this game was taylor who needs 266 rushing yards for 2000 yards but that's i mean it could happen but just very doubtful that's so crazy to think about how good of a year he's had and think about guys rushing for 2k in one last game like guys have done it right not, Eric yeah, yeah. last he year still didn't even win mvp that's crazy that's just crazy to think about that stat. Yeah. McCaffrey did it also, right? Yeah, and he did, yeah. He did not. He might have had combined yards, honestly. Yeah, his was combined. But I think Taylor's is, too. I don't think he's going for 2,000 rushing yards, is he? Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry has done that. that. Maybe. Maybe. I think it's rushing. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's rushing. Wow, it was just rushing. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, uh, next game. I, I If Corey was on here, that's his Colts. We already know he'd be taking the 15 and a half with the Colts. Uh, next game, we have the Titans going in to Houston. Uh, the Titans, they this is an interesting one because if the Chiefs lost to the Broncos, the Titans could rest everybody and they would already have the, the number one seed secured i think actually no the Bengals. actually no they do have incentive to play because the bangle if the, if the they lost i think the number one seed would be up between a bunch of teams so i think the titans do still have incentive to play this one against the texans yeah. uh it's 10 and a half it looks like right now uh i don't know this is this is another interesting one where the texans are just playing spoiler in a divisional game that teams love to do that um but, I mean, most of the motivation lies with the, the Titans. Yeah, I, I think, obviously, on top of the securing the one seed and the bye, um, getting that bye and getting Derrick Henry back for their first playoff game is – He's good. practicing, right? Yeah. Practicing? yeah. Yeah. So, so – I don't know if they'll play him, but – Yeah, no. I, I don't think they will. There's no, no way. No. Maybe if, maybe if they're playing a better team, 
maybe, but right. but I think that their I think that their drive to get that by to get Derrick Henry an extra week of getting back and practicing and, and getting back in game shape uh, is going to lead to them blowing the doors off of the Texans. Um, we saw what they did to arguably a much better Dolphins team last week. Um, just as, just as banged up as they have been all year. Um, you know, that defense is kind of coming together a little bit. Uh, so I like the, the Titans here minus 10 and a half. Nick. Yeah. I mean, I don't think lightning strikes twice because they beat him earlier in the year. The Texans beat him earlier in the year. Right. I think they picked off Tannehill like four times. Yeah, it was a bad um, game. I'm I'm just gonna keep riding it. Say that they uh, they got Tannehill's number. They slow the run game down a little bit, and they keep it close for the last game of the year. Kind of keep it respectable against a division opponent. Um, they kind of put together it together at the end of the year here. Um, last week it was really hard to watch Rex Burkhead try and win a game over. That San Fran defense, but uh, I don't know. Let, let's see what they do against a uh, divisional opponent here. Um, I'll take the Texans. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm also gonna be on the Texans. I like being able to get these divisional games where you're getting double digit points the second time they play, which is, as I've said many times, when games typically are lower scoring the second time divisional opponents meet. Um, so yeah, for that reason, I'll take double digit points. The Texans, I don't know. I think the Titans, if they're like winning handedly could like then rest some starters and then the Texans just get like a backdoor cover or something like that. Um, but a couple incentives that are in this game would be Rex Burkhead needs 30% of the offensive snaps to earn 125,000 should, he should get that. And then he would need 103 total yards to earn another 125,000. So honestly, we, we, we're doing a spread show, but I'm going to go like, as we talk about the player incentives in each game, I think it's a great week to bet player props um, <laughs> for, for you, you, we'll get into other ones, uh, especially in the bucks game um, with players that get a certain amount of receptions or yards and they meet it. A lot of times teams will like force that. So yeah, that's just a small one. Um, Maybe you take, take a Rex Burkhead prop. Uh, but next game we have. That's your first prop out of 2022. Uh, Rex Burkhead yards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 103 total yards and he catches the ball. I mean, if they just force feed him, he's played well recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I, there's a couple others I like more. Uh, next game, we have Washington football team going to play the Giants. Uh, is it show? Is it Washington football team minus six and a half right now? Yep, I'm FanDuel. Okay, that's uh, what do you guys think here? That's that's quite an I mean, interesting one. <clears throat> the Giants looked really bad, so yeah, they bad, did. dude. So, so bad. bad. Um, this will be the last game that Washington football team ever plays and takes the field yep. name announcement coming out February 2nd. Buckle up. It's going to be a funny one like before the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. You know, they got to say, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's the only action they're going to get in February for the next decade, so <laughs> might as well. Um, <laughs> but I think because the Giants couldn't even put up – did they put up seven points? I think they only scored three, right? I, the, Giants, the, the Giants are, are – Yeah, the Giants. Three, three points total, yeah. Um, yeah, even if it's six and a half, I think Washington football team can score 14 points. So until further notice, it looks like the uh, Giants aren't scoring again this year. Um, so both Washington football team and and the name legacy on a high note. Yeah, under under a touchdown was a no brainer for me with Washington football team. Uh, I think Heineke is playing for potentially um, his next contract and or next team. Um, and. Uh another incentive he needs a win and 60 percent of the snaps to earn 125,000, and his base salary is just a million so that actually is quite a lot to him yeah yeah so um on top of, bonus yeah on, t- on top of the giants being probably on the jaguars level right now uh of worst team in the league um give me the football team minus six and a half yeah, I'm. I'll. I'll be on the Washington football team. I, if I didn't know about this incentive, I actually would have been inclined to take the Giants just because, you know, it, it's a divisional game and they're at home with and six and a half points. But I think I think the Washington football team, you know, could show up here and, and support Heineke. You know, needing this win, you know, coming in there and barely getting paid anything and. You know, put up a – I mean, he's looked bad at times, but he, he puts up uh, some respectable games uh, sometimes, and I think they go and, uh, and support him. So, I, I like – I'll take at less than a touchdown. I'll take the Washington football team. Um, next game, we have the Steelers going to play the Ravens. Both teams technically can make the playoffs with a Colts loss. Um Oh, I mean, what do you guys think here? I like, I like the Steelers with points here, uh, purely because I think Tomlin's a great coach. It'll be close. Uh, it's like Big Ben's last run. Um, and I don't think the Ravens are playing that great where they deserve this many points, honestly. I think that's what it comes down to. Even if Lamar's back, I'd, you know, we saw what that Pittsburgh defense can do. Um, he's going to be on the move. So his ankle better be a hundred percent if, you know, if he's in there. So, um, I mean, I, I think this will be a close game. So I like the Steelers and I think they'd probably actually win as a, a little upset alert here. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Nick. Uh, I think the Steelers money line's a good play here. Um, TJ Watt having a chance to break the the all-time sacks, or not all-time, but sacks in a season record on 13. Only one away. <laughs> on only 13 full games is mind-blowing what he's doing. And he just absolutely ate last night. If he wasn't sacking Baker Mayfield, he was swatting the ball down. Like every time Baker threw to that side of the field, it was just non-existent. Um, yeah. When I watch him, I think I actually think he's significantly better than Miles Garrett. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like he's so he's so fast. Maybe wow. one of the fastest edge rushers I've ever seen. That's how like, I Yeah, he, he just does one move and he's in the backfield. And it's just, you know, Miles is more of a power guy. 
-hmm. And, you know, he certainly is very good at that, but his moves are just unreal. He's always in the right place at the right time. He could drop back and. Who's your right tackle? Because my gosh, he was getting a Oh, yeah. How do they not give that guy help? Yeah, you know, that's what I mean. Throw a tight end over there. Throw a, you know, throw Dernis Johnson to throw a chip block or something. They were just exposing the guy all night. It was like every, every play I was – it was just yeah. that Hudson or whatever lined up. James Hudson, yeah. Like, he's, he was like a fifth-round pick out of Cincinnati. He's, he's not an NFL caliber ready yet. I'll say that. I he mean, couldn't even hold his own. Nine sacks last night. I think like seven of them went through him. So wasn't good. Baker's done for the year, but yeah, that's probably yeah, Steelers, Steve. Probably one. I, I like uh, that one. But yeah, yeah, agreed. Steelers plus five and a half here. These uh, AFC North uh, games are always close. They're always low scoring, hard fought games. So, uh, you know, a little bit more than a field goal here feels right with the Steelers. This this is probably the toughest game out of the whole slate for me. Just betting, like picking a side. I I don't think Lamar plays probably just because this game really. I mean, the odds they make this make the playoffs are so low anyway, and it's tough because the Steelers. Yeah, big, this it was Big Ben's last home game last week, and now it's his last game. So they and they still technically could make the playoffs and Watts going for the sack record. So like they could still be pretty riled up and like ready to go in this last game. But it, it did really feel like it was like their Super Bowl last week. just oh, off. And usually that's a bad spot the following yeah. week and going into Baltimore. So yeah. it's like this game, I, I don't even know what to do. Um, and I do think the Steelers are still a terrible, terrible team. Um Oh man, but the Ravens are pretty bad right now without everyone. So I'll, I'll, I guess I'll take the points at five and a half with the Steelers. But yeah, this is like a complete, complete avoid for me. I feel like it's going to be a, a traditional sloppy AFC North game. Like, yeah, like, I think we could bet on it being a close game. So I think points are kind of the smart play here. Yeah. But it is also like a game I could totally see, like, you know, everyone last week, it, it felt like the Steelers last game was last week and everyone was like, oh, they sent big, big, big Ben off on this high note. And then they, he goes into Baltimore and throws like four picks. And it's just like, that's how he ends up going out. The stat line from last night is hilarious. like 40, like 50 attempts for like 120 yards. It's so bad. I just, I, this, this bet is purely on the Steelers defense and the way they looked against the Browns and the Ravens offense. I don't think being like a ton better than the Browns offense. Like even if Lamar plays, he's not fully healthy and that D line and TJ Watt are going to give him problems if he's not running around like he normally does. So the, the, my favorite meme came out of this game and it was, you know, the, like the Mahomes Tyreek, like F it Tyreek's down there somewhere. Yeah. Jamar chase and burrow yeah. with big Ben. It was F it Ray Ray's out there somewhere. And it's on a three yard out route. <laughs> <laughs> like so bad. Oh, yeah. that was too good. Um, but next game uh, we have the Bengals going into the Browns, the, uh, the Bengals, would have something to play for if like the chiefs lost Saturday. So that could really determine 
what if you think the Chiefs beat the Broncos, then there's a good chance the Bengals could like rest a lot of the guys. I don't I forget the seating though, because they're obviously either like a four, a two, three, or four, but technically they get the one if the Chiefs lost. Um mm-hmm. and but no, I think the Titans would have to lose as well. So the Bengals are like there, there's a good chance they could rest their starters at halftime. Um, and Burrow could honestly use it. Like they're another team where it's like they got in, they won the division. You know, you, Burrow like had a little scare there at the end of last game that could like incentivize them to maybe sit them whenever they can. So I don't know. What, what do you guys I mean, one guarantee we know Baker's out. They're going to shut yeah. him down. He's going to go get that arm fixed. Well, the line, the line already moved. It was, it was Browns. Yeah. It was Browns <laughs> minus two and a half. Now it's Bengals minus three. Yeah. It looks like – I just Googled it. It looks like the Bengals can fall to anywhere from one through four. So there's Yeah, exactly. that's what I was saying. Like, they, they for sure locked in their division, so it's one to four. But if the, Chief, the Chiefs and Titans would have to lose, and they could get the one seed. Right. Yeah. But the odds that that you, imagine parlaying the Broncos and the Texans. Like, yeah. They're not going to the get Brown, them, but the Browns they, are kind of like already shutting it down. Like we saw, they didn't really, they didn't even play Kareem Hunt. That was you know, he could have played. Chubb played half a game. Like I, I think the Browns are kind of just packing it in. Yeah, and if even if Burrow plays one half, I don't think. I, I mean, I, I honestly, cover. they're probably they're going to stay in the four seed. Like that's realistic. Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, but I, I think they're going to stay out there. Um, uh, Browns, yeah, let me see if you know, even though it's a home game for the Browns, I just I don't see them covering. That was a that was a pretty poor showing last night or two nights yeah. ago for for the Browns, and that that really did look like they had just packed it in and given up on the season. I mean, the yeah. fact like even if you watch the Manning cast, Peyton Manning, like, can someone get me an injury update on Nick Chubb or tell me why he's not on the field? They did actually say he got banged up but i mean that in in any other big game he'd be out there yeah exactly um so yeah uh, i'll go Bengals minus three here on the road i i think that if i if i had to guess right now i still think that they the starters play at least a half um and maybe take a lead into the second half and sit some guys after that but mm-hmm. uh yeah Bengals minus three here after a great win against the chiefs that game was awesome I actually, I'm, I'm just going to go with the Browns plus three at home. I think one, I don't think Keenum, to, I think Keenum is an upgrade to Baker. So, and the line literally switched off of that news. So I, I don't know why that happened. And so if I think the Bengals have a pretty solid chance of like maybe playing only one half, Jamar Chase needs 45 yards to set the rookie record. I think he'll get that. Um, but then like, I, I don't know. I, I just see them playing it safe and, and the Browns just getting like a possibly a win here, at least covering three. So. I would not want to see the Bengals in the playoffs, man. Some of those throws from Joey B. Yeah. Jamar were just like at Aaron and Devontae. It's going to be so. the Chargers or Raiders, most likely. Chargers would be a, a good matchup. It'll be the winner of that game, right? The Chargers, Raiders, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, most likely. There's like some scenarios, right, that we're talking about already where they bounce different seeds. But if they stay at the four, which is what it is looking like. There, there is a hilarious scenario, which 
if the if the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Ravens and the Colts lost, if the only way that the, both the Raiders and Chargers get in is if they tied. Yeah. So, but if when one of them beat the other one, then one of them's out and the other one's in. But they could just be like, all right, well, we don't want to risk that. We'll both just get in there, and they could just kneel down. the game out. That would be <laughs> hysterical. I mean, it won't happen, but that would be hilarious. I know that would be pretty wild, but yeah, it's looking like it's set up to be like a Bengals versus Chargers or Raiders uh, first round. Should be fun. All right. Uh, all right. Now we're getting to the later half of the games. We have uh, Patriots going into Miami to play the Dolphins. The Patriots have a lot because I mean it's between them and the Bills for right for that. Uh, yeah, they say yeah, they're highly incentivized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah division's still up for grabs. And the Dolphins, you know, they're – I think the Dolphins are definitely playing pretty angry here. They just – you know, they had this big win streak, and now that they're trying to play spoiler. But, like, I could see the Dolphins, like, really still trying to play hard this game. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, it, it's tough. This one's a tough one. Yeah. I, I – the Dolphins are definitely, in my opinion, definitely going to play all out. This is their Super Bowl uh, yeah. division game. You know, um, what's their coach's name again? Uh, Flores. Flores. Yeah, he's an ex-Belichick guy, so he knows he's going to give them his all, like, every time they play. Um, but that Patriots team is rolling, man. That run game gets going, and there's just no stopping them. Um, feels like feels like the league last year and the year prior with like the chiefs and the bucks and all these air raid teams are like, it seemed like the league was going all air raid and you're seeing these teams get back to like ground and pound hard nosed defense and doing really well at it. And uh, I think clearly the Pats are one of those ground and pound teams and uh, very clearly outmatching the Dolphins here. So even though they're going on the road and it's it's a touchdown difference, I'm going to go Pats minus seven. Yeah, I, I think this line might be a little inflated just because of the extreme outcomes of last week. Um, I do think the yeah, Patriots, I think actually I remember you know I mean? it, uh, looking at line at like three or something like. Yeah, it was minus two and a half Patriots. Is what yeah, that. Um, but the Dolphins also, if they would have won, I think they could have still technically had a playoff shot this week, whereas yeah. now they're out. Yeah. Um, I think it'll just be closer than seven points, honestly. I mean, the Patriots can beat the breaks off teams if they want to. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins here, plus seven. Yeah, the Patriots have also struggled. I feel like the, the Dolphins have been like their kryptonite. Uh, it feels yeah, like tough games. You're right. Yeah, yeah and and the Dolphins, I think, are still like a, a pretty solid team. And I think at a t- plus seven at home in Miami, I, I got to take the Dolphins. I've, I've been on them uh, for a lot of the year, and I'll end it with end the year with them as well. Especially in a low total of forty points, I'll go ahead and take the touchdown. Uh, next game, we have the Jets going into the Bills. Bills, very motivated, should play the starters pretty much the whole game here. Um, we'll start off with Alex here. What do you, what do you think? 
Yeah, the Bills have consistently beat the brakes off of bad teams this year. Um, I know that they lost to the Texans maybe uh, earlier on when they were kind of going through their rut, but it seems like they've found their stride again. Uh, 16 and a half is a lot, and Zach Wilson has actually not been bad the last couple of weeks. Um, obviously gave the Bucks Barrios. <laughs> yeah, that was a great call. Yeah, that was that was wild. Yeah. Um, but I, I think with how much the Bills have to play for um, at home in Buffalo, I just think this was a bad spot for the Jets, um, basically coming off of what felt like their Super Bowl last week, like we were talking about with a couple of other teams. I mean, they almost beat the Bucks. That was like obviously vintage and always Tom Brady, but like the, the ease at which he ran that two-minute drill was just like – he just went in there and he's like, yeah, guys, we're going to win. I don't care who's out here with me. Like, A.B. is making a scene in the third quarter. doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to win this. And um, I think the Bills at home, uh, you know, I, you could give me three touchdowns on this and I'd probably still take it. <laughs> what do you think here, Nick? Um, I'll take the – I don't know. You you got to go. I'm still thinking. About I, I like the I like the Bills too. Here, they're a team where I'm fine laying large numbers because they tip like when they've beaten teams, they've done it by like it just just absolute blowout fashion. They didn't yeah. do it to the, like they still beat. They didn't cover. They actually was like half a point short to the Falcons, and that was with Allen throwing for zero touchdowns and three interceptions. No, he ran for a couple, but I mean, now they get to play the Jets. I, I just don't see like they're trying to win the division here. Like they should just roll the jets. Uh, I think, you know, the, the jets are horrible against the run. seems like the, the bills have established their main running back in Singletary, but Josh Allen still runs the ball like crazy. Yeah. I just, and uh, some contract incentives. We have uh, Stefan Diggs needs, Oh, well, he's, he needs six receptions to earn one and a half million. Uh, so that's a pretty big one. I, I would, that's a player prop that I like a lot. So if, if you can get his reception at a reasonable number and then 231 receiving yards to earn a hundred, a one and a half. Now that's probably not happening, but you know, you, you could probably expect him to get at least seven receptions here. And I don't think he should have any issue uh, doing that against the jets. What do you think, Nick? I'm going to go with the points here. Um, they just – I know Tampa Bay was beat up, but the Jets just looked okay. Like, they looked pretty good for being the Jets. So, I don't know. Maybe we get a somewhat close one. A lot of points. Yeah. All right. Next game we have – the Panthers and Bucks. Now, this is this the game probably with the most incentives that I, I, I've seen. Um, and I'm this makes me like the fact that the line went from Bucks minus 16 to minus eight. Yeah. That that would imply that they think that the Bucks, well, I don't really know because if they thought they were gonna rest all their starters, it would seem like it would be close to eight. It, it would be at like that Packers line, like could be like two and a half, but it's weird that it went from 16 to eight because it's like, who's the backup QB to Brady? Isn't it like Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert? Yeah. 
And then if if Evan sat, it would be like Blaine Gabbert or Cyril Grayson and Scotty. Like it, there's the Panthers would win the game, but it's weird that it went to eight, but it it just makes me like it because the the bucks are going to be playing their starters. Here's some contract incentives. (laughs) Tom Brady needs to be top five in passer rating to earn 600,000. He's currently eighth, but it's he is pass rating is 100.8. Kirk Cousins is 101.3, and he could pass that just in one game. He needs to be top five in completion percentage or yards per attempt to earn another 600,000. And he's and he would need a monster effort to hit that benchmark. Then you have Rob Gronkowski needs seven receptions to earn half a million. Probably going to get that. I mean, Brady could easily he loves just- Gronk. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, he loves he's Gronk. Know, he's going to know these incentives going into the game. A hundred percent. He's yeah. going to know Gronk. Obviously, he's going to know his. He's going to know Gronk's if if Evans is close needs, to anything. It's seven receptions. He needs half a million and 85 yards. If Gronk gets 85 yards, he gets another half a million and three touchdowns to earn another half a million. I don't think he gets three, but you could totally see Brady force-feeding Gronk. A, a Gronk – could your things have happened he could hit all three of those so if he if he went seven for 85 and three i mean when we will talk about dfs tomorrow but i mean if people are just i mean the panthers have been really good against tight ends but if you're if if brady without ab now like just goes out there and gives him like 15 to 20 targets you have to think he hits some of these incentives and if he's going to be playing the whole game I mean, the line to go from minus 16 to minus eight. I mean, it's just weird movement. I would just rather still take the minus eight. It just doesn't seem right. If the starters are going to play, it would probably still be at that minus 16. Yeah. Bruce Arians, I just looked it up. Bruce Arians said starters are playing. We're playing to win. There you Uh, go. And they still have, yeah, uh, seating implications with the Cowboys. Yeah. 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 So um, seems like a gift. No reason to go and overthink it. Bucks minus eight. Give me this as the lock of the week. Like that's yeah for everything that we're saying right there. Um, and then like you add the AB drama on top of it, and like everyone in the Bucks camp has been like, we hope that he gets the help that he needs. If he needs the help, I think Brady's gonna you know basically be like, look, this is still my team. <laughs> like refocus. Yeah. Yeah, refocus. Forget about that. Like it's it's yeah. over. He's not a part of the team anymore. Like we're still the reigning Super Bowl champions. So, uh, yeah, Bucks yeah. Man, say it, lock it in. It would take a lot for me to bet against Tom here in January. He's pretty electric at the beginning of year. So, um, yeah, I'm going with the Bucks as well. Yeah, the and you like I've all year. I've on these shows. I've been fading Brady and. Honestly, for the most of the year, like it's been, uh, it's been the winning side of you faded Brady uh, on the spread side of things. And I'm on the buck side this week because I think they met, I think the line is just wrong here based off of them actually playing here. So yeah, you know, I normally would be like, if this was still 16, I would be on the Panthers side, but at eight, I'm on the bucks. Uh, So yeah. I'll go this this would have been my lock of the week, but I have this next game that I just it's my lock. Um, I know it's my team, but I just don't see how they don't cover this. So um, the next game we'll, we'll go ahead and talk about it. We have the Saints going into Atlanta to play the Falcons. 
Saints are getting healthy. They're getting pretty much everyone back. They've dealt with COVID stuff like all year, injuries all year. And now it's looking like, you know, right at the end, a few things do need to break their way. You know, the 49ers Rams game will be happening, happening simultaneously. So the only thing that gets me nervous in this game is if the 49ers just opened up and they're just blowing out the Rams. I could see that really deflating the saints because they need the uh, Rams to win. Um, but honestly, I think the Rams win, or at least it's close and the saints should be playing this hard. Well, they're going to have that game going on at the same time. So, right. But I'm saying they're probably going to say like, don't look like, Oh, you're they right. They don't have you're their right. phones out there. They're not going to talk about it. They're going to be locked in ready. That's, I mean, that's true. But so that, so, that's, that's point. I think maybe second is, half, but yeah, I, I think just playing pissed off gonna, you just got the news. You're out. <laughs> yeah. I think the Saints are going to be playing very hard. And the, we they lost to the Falcons on that after they were winning in that long Cordero Patterson catch to put them uh, to win the game with a field goal. That was terrible. But I, I think the Saints should win this. I don't really see anyone in the foul. I don't see them being able to move the ball much, as most teams haven't been able to recently against the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. When the Saints defense wants to turn on, they're pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think that they had their first touchdown in three weeks, the Saints offense, and the Saints were two and one in the last three games. Um, so that that tells you all you need to know about that defense. Um, yeah, Falcons aren't going to be able to do much here. Um, I think it's an ugly win, but I think it's I think it's by at least a touchdown. So I'll I'll, I'll follow you guys here. Saints minus four and a half. Yeah, that's my that's my lock of the week. So uh, next game, we have the Seahawks going into the Cardinals. The Cardinals will be playing hard as it's between them and the Rams for that number one seed in the division. Um, the Cardinals came out like I, they're still good. You know, I, I had them against the Cowboys last week. Uh, it was just like a prime buy low, sell high spot. And I think they're getting it right here towards the end of the year, make going into their playoff run. Um, I think they're a, could be a deadly team in the, in the playoffs. Uh, so I'll go first year, I guess I'll, I'm going to be on the Cardinals minus six and a half. I know the Seahawks have been showing up recently, um, but at home here, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take less than a touchdown with Kyler and the Cardinals. Yeah. My only concern, I, I want to bet that side too. But the only thing is it's going to be Russ's last game as a Seahawk. But we saw his last Dude, game. If this was in Seattle, I would, I would be more important. Yeah. He dropped a 50-burger last game as his last home game in Seattle. Yeah. It, that, again, just like with the Big Ben thing, which I had me worry about, the, that almost felt like – it wasn't as much because the Russ situation is still more unknown. But, yeah, that kind of felt like – Yeah. His, that was almost like a middle finger on the way out the door type of thing. Like, look at what you're going to be missing is what it felt like. Yeah. Whereas like big Ben was like, thank you for your right. seven type of stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah. Kyler's hard to bet against right now. So I guess I'll go Cardinals winning by more than a touchdown. Yeah. These last, these last three games are covering, I think are going to be the three games of the week here uh, just with, the amount that's on the line. Obviously, there's stuff on the line for a lot of these games, but um, if the Cardinals lose this and the Rams win against the 49ers, like how far 
do the cards drop? Do they drop down to the six? They would, the lowest they can be is five, I think. It's like they, because the six and seven seed, so the six is the Eagles. It's the Eagles, 49ers, and Saints for those last two spots, and neither of them can jump the Cardinals. So it's either the Cardinals are like two – the Cardinals are like either two – no, three yeah, or four. Yeah, but the Saints five. are the only one not locked in, right? Like the Eagles are pretty much locked in. No, their Eagles are locked in. It's the, the last spot is 49ers or Saints. If the 49ers right. win, it's the 49ers. If, this, yeah. if they lose, it's going to be the Saints as long as the Saints win. Yeah, so they're they're uh, just googling here anywhere from the two to the five. Yeah, two to and the if, five. And if they drop to the five, there's a chance that they play the Rams, which I don't think they want to do in the first round. Uh, whereas if they win and they get up to the two, they get to play the 49ers, Saints, or Eagles. Or Eagles, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think they're just they had that little lull in the season. Seems They're like back. Yeah, it's even like, without Hopkins. Yeah, and they'll be getting Hopkins back in the first round of the playoffs. It sounds I don't like- know. I actually, I'm actually worried that they don't. I think it could really? be like, like if it, only if they made it to like the divisional championship or the really? conference championship or the Super Bowl. You think his injury is that bad? Yeah. Damn. I think it's like late January at at the earliest. Oh wow! Well, that's yeah. it for them, but. I still think they cover six and a half here against against the Seahawks, who have not been anything to write home about this year. They dropped a 50-burger, but it was on the Detroit line. So, yeah, cards minus six and a half. I second that. Yep. Next game, we have the 49ers going into L.A. to play the Rams. Both teams, like, highly, highly motivated Rams for that divisional, uh, you know, to get that top seed and then the 49ers to make the playoffs right here. So this should be one of the best games of the week. Oh, what do you guys think? This is it should be a Trey Lance again, I would assume. That's what it seems like. Um which is giving me some hesitancy. He played well, but he didn't look that good against the Texans and we know this Rams defense has some studs on it. Um, that the Texans defense definitely doesn't. Yeah. Um, Jalen Ramsey punching his own team though last week. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> he's still Jalen Ramsey. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I know. I, yeah. I just think the 49ers, like, this is it. They got, they, they actually have a back against the wall game here. Whereas the Rams, if they lose, they're, they're fine. Obviously, it's still it's playing, not ideal, but playing hard. Yes, but I think the the 49ers are a true do or die, and the yeah. Rams they're in. So, like at the end of the day, like they're fine. So, I like the points here because I think it's going to be a close game, even if it is Trey Lance. Um, yeah, big game, Staff. You know how Stafford does in big games, so. We'll see. Yeah. Um, this is tough. If this was Jimmy G starting here, um, it's no question 49ers for me uh, just because of, of play style. Um, it's, they're one of those ground and pound, hard-nosed defense teams. And the Rams are what a lot of people like to call a basketball team, um, you know, 
a lot of superstars, you know, bombs away, OBJ down the field, Cooper Cup and killing it. I know he's, you mentioned PB uh, uh, offline that he's got some incentives. Yep. Um, he has uh, 12 receptions to break the single season reception record and 136 to break Calvin Johnson's record. So he should very be doable. Yeah. yeah, very doable for a guy like that. Definitely going to be tough, but very doable for a guy like that. Um, when I looked at this initially, uh, I, I, my brain went 49ers, so I'm just going to stick with my gut here. Um, I think if the Rams win, I, I think this might be like a last possession type of game, which could come down to a field goal. So uh, I'll take four points here and trail you, Nick. Uh, so I am going to be on the Rams here. It, it's unfortunate that I wonder why. No, I, I am a Saints fan, but this comes down to the, the Ram. Like, so the 49ers, I, I've been on all season. Trey Lance, I love, but going against this Rams defense, let's so the last time the Rams and 49ers played, the 49ers won 31 to 10 in, in San Francisco. It's very hard to beat a team twice, and especially now going into L.A. Yes, it is. Oh, man, it's close. Cause that but it, I don't it even, like you say, the L.A. thing, like home field advantage matters to the Rams. And you're probably going to get more San Fran fans than you are. I don't know. Rams fans. Like, well, I don't know about that. I think they, they don't really have a good home field advantage. I think the Chargers don't, but I don't know. I think the Rams actually have – uh, some probably some, more but yeah so uh, yeah I, I do like Trey Lance so this this game just like last week when I said I think the Chiefs game goes one of two ways where either the the Chiefs just roll the Bengals because the, the like their line gets to them or it's a shootout and the Bengals can win or keep it close and it being that way this game I see going one of two ways and it's actually interesting i think the rams either blow the 49ers kind of out or the 49ers do the same to the rams because i've been playing well yeah it's like one of those things where i think if trey lance if his bad version shows up which you know he's had some bad games the the defense is just gonna wreck it and like that's gonna be it the 49ers playoffs are done but we've seen stafford have bad games I just think he's set up a little bit better with the defense he's playing, but I do. I think Trey Lance has the upside to, to like just play at an insane level. Like I've, I'm so high on Trey, Trey Lance, and I think he's going to be a very good quarterback in this league. Um, it's just a very tough spot for him in his second start. He gets he got to play the Texans, and now he has to go play the Rams. Uh, and their defense in like a very important game. I don't know. I think I could see him struggling in his first spot, but he has the upside to, to just, I mean, some of those, that that throw he made to Debo across the field. I mean, that's the type of stuff he's capable of. I mean, the dude has an absolute cannon of an arm um, and he can run the ball like crazy. So yeah, that, that it's probably like one of the toughest games for me, but I'll go ahead and take, some of the veterans on the Ram side more in this important game. Uh, final game. This game 
win and you're in the playoffs, both teams in a win or most likely out spot here for that final uh, AFC playoff spot. The Chargers going into Las Vegas to play the Raiders. Raiders, I think, have won three in a row. The Chargers, I don't know, I think maybe have won two of their last three. Um, but th- this should be a good one. Or, yeah. or it'll just be Niels. Like, who knows? <laughs> I can't imagine they would actually let that happen. Like, they, they would could probably would, be like, the, you would think we're they find wouldn't. You, a million. you would think they wouldn't. But if both teams are like, all right, well, if we play each other, we would miss. And if we just tie, we're both in. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. Um, That's such a I low probability outcome, though. The Col- There's so many things that have to go break right for that to even be a scenario. Yeah, I, I don't even think this game would be in question if the Chargers were fully healthy. Um, but I think they, you know, they played pretty well last week. 34 against that Broncos defense is pretty impressive. So yeah, they were dealing with a lot of COVID stuff, though. Yeah, but still, you know, schematically, they're, they're a tough team to play. So um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. On uh, this one, I just don't think the Raiders quite have it this year. I mean, they have had so much going on. Um, so I'm going with the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Chargers are the better team here. Both teams need to win. But I think when it comes down to the final week of the season, the better team wins. And the better team gets in the playoffs. And while uh, – I don't believe the NFL is rigged. I do think that there's a little more invested in getting the Chargers into the playoffs than there is the Raiders um, from a business side of things. Uh, So, yeah, better team here. Uh, Chargers take it. Minus three and a half. Yeah, one day a Las Vegas playoff game would be pretty fun, though. Super Bowl (laughs) in, like, two years, maybe? Yeah. Next year? It's in a year or two. Yeah. So, well, I think that wraps up the slate. Well, oh yeah, I, I'm on the Chargers uh, as well. Um, is it at three? Hang on, I want to check something real quick because I actually thought I think you might be able to get it at three on DraftKings. Let me confirm that. Yeah, on DraftKings you can get three, um, which obviously from the Chargers you you take that. It's also um, yeah, it's three on Fanduel as well. So it, okay. it lasts uh, whenever we started recording as gone down a half point so which yeah that makes sense i could see people being on the raiders at getting over a hook at home but at three i'll take the field goal um as i just think the chargers are a much better team you know i don't nate hobbs i mean should that dui thing impact him now or will that just be later like next year that'll be interesting to see i don't because right? because he's like of that secondary like I know I was on the Raiders more against the Colts because I thought like Ellinger had a good chance to play before like the protocols changed. Um, but like I was still on them for like a, somewhat of a reason that the Raiders defense is actually, you know, the Raiders offense without Waller has kind of been a dumpster fire, but the defense like their secondary is actually fairly good. I mean, they have two very good corners in Hayward and Hobbs. Then they have that safety. Like they have pieces and then they have Crosby and Nagakwa. Like they have very good pieces on that defense. Yep. And 
So, but I just think like the chargers like are just so much better offensively that I do think Las Vegas is, is a tough place to play, but um, I'm going to be on the chargers here uh, in, in this win, win or die spot. Uh, think of the much better team. So he finally kicked some field goals last week too. Did you guys see that? Wait, what happened? The Chargers finally kicked some field. Oh goals. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think they actually like it made sense when they finally did it too because they realized because didn't Drew Lock get injured and then it was going to be like the third string QB. So they were like, well, this offense isn't going to put any points. Like we just should take every point we can get because they're going to struggle for anything. So I think that was great coaching um, to, to take the points there finally with some field goals instead of going for it. Yeah, agreed. But I think, yeah, situation like if you're playing the Chiefs, uh, there's some high-powered offense. I think you, you always got to go for it. Um, but that wraps up this show. So it looks like our locks are – I have the Saints. Uh, you have the – Someone has the Bucks. I got the Bucks. Alex has the Bucks, and I got the Packers. Oh, yeah, the Packers at minus two and a half. Okay. Well, that wraps up this show. Um, we will break down the DFS slate uh, tomorrow. So thank you guys for watching, and I'll see you tomorrow.